Welcome, I'm Shelley Weir, President and CEO of the Florida Institute of Certified Public Accountants. I am thrilled to be joined today by our brand new Secretary of DVPR, Melanie Griffin. Melanie, it's so great to have you here. Yeah, thank you for having me join you this morning. Definitely, and I'm only sorry that we haven't had the opportunity to, to get together before this. So our members are gonna see us get to know each other live on camera here this morning. So no pressure, right? Not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make it work. Um, so so Secretary Griffin was appointed to her post by Governor DeSantis in December, so just a few months ago, and in fact had some confirmation hearings this morning that we'll talk a little bit about. So um, before we get started, let me first just say how excited we are to have you and your post. We have a really fantastic relationship with DBPR. I know that that will continue to flourish under your leadership, and um, I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Thank you, as CEO of F ICPA, and I can tell you um, really truly that um, the partnership that we have with DBPR and the Board of Accountancy specifically is one that we value uh, very much and looking forward to doing many more great things together under your leadership. So let me first just start. If I understand correctly, you've had a busy morning. It's been a busy morning, Confirmation yeah. hearings at the Senate. Um, tell our CPA members a little bit about that process and maybe some of the highlights from this morning. So it's interesting when you are appointed by the governor, then you have the obligation to be confirmed by the Senate. And so you are referred to a certain number of committees. So for me, it was three committees. It was my third and final stop on the committee journey. And then hopefully we'll go to the House floor between now and the end of session. So depending upon when you're listening to this, by March 11th, hopefully, um, knock on wood. And uh, so I think the highlight really is obviously the, you know getting the word that you've been appointed by the governor. So I'm so thankful to Governor DeSantis for this opportunity and then in preparation for each of the meetings we did our best to meet with all of the senators who served on the committees with with which I would be going before and so just having those one-on-one -on -one conversations of hearing what their questions were, how we can best serve their constituents as an agency, and continue to build on our foundation, which is a great, unique opportunity. I love that you said that because I think we share that passion for listening first and acting later. Yeah. Um, when I came on board, I've, I've traveled the state. I think my latest count was 15,000 miles in this first year of being on board, and I'm, I'm so passionate about going out and listening to our members and hearing what their most acute needs are so that we can make sure that we are responding effectively so it's great to know that you did something similar with with the senators as well and I can Absolutely. only imagine probably the most comprehensive job interview you've ever gone through I definitely would definitely <laughs> yes yes definitely the most comprehensive I would say in some ways orientation program mm -hmm. meaning that as you know DBPR regulates almost 1.5 million licensees across more than 30 fields of industry and so just trying to wrap my head around all of those different fields and what people do and hearing their needs has certainly been a great opportunity to learn as you said that's the best word to describe it I can only imagine learning something new every day too every day imagine. for sure awesome um, well let's shift just for a second let's talk a little bit about personal life I understand that today is your 13th wedding anniversary yes congratulations um, hopefully your your husband and you will be able to celebrate a little bit when you get back uh, to Tampa um, this weekend or whenever you guys have planned to, to reconvene but that's amazing tell us a little bit about your family and what you guys like to do for fun and any bit of your background that you'd like to share yeah so um, we are both native um, not only native Floridians but we are both native I guess 
Tampanians. We're both from Tampa Bay. I was born and raised in Bradenton. Mike was born and raised in Tampa. We have a four-year-old son, Maverick, who is just awesome and certainly is developing his own independent thoughts. And then we have an eight-year-old Golden Lab, Molly, who is a Southeastern guide dog by training and had a career change and got to join our family. And so really we celebrated early over the weekend when I was home, um, you know, just as a family. We went to the pool, got in a lot of park time, some swinging action. It was um, great just to, you know, with Maverick, that's his favorite thing to do, you know, yeah. slide, swing, run around, you name it. So we got to be little kids again in some ways. I love it. And, you know, Florida winter in February, it was beautiful, 80 degrees and sunshine yes. across most of the state this past weekend. So it's why we live in the sunshine state, right? Exactly. Absolutely. By the way, my, I myself am a boy mom. I have uh, two amazing little active boys. Uh, my youngest is six. He's in kindergarten and my oldest is eight. Aww. He's in third grade. So I can completely appreciate the burn the energy Sunday, get them out, get them active and yes. running around. Otherwise life can be really interesting at home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Getting our steps. <laughs> absolutely. Well, okay. So I want to talk a little bit about um, what your vision is for the agency and not even specifically for the CPA profession. We'll get into that in just a moment. But as you're stepping into this role, what are some of the priorities, either both legislatively or operationally, that you're really trying to champion for the year or two ahead in this new role? So one of the things that I'll say has been a learning point is that even though DVPR regulates over 30 fields of industry, including accountancy, when I step back and look at the industries and have had a chance to meet with many of them in the last few weeks serving as secretary, a lot of the issues are, I would say, agnostic across the industry. So for instance, many of the industries are worried about unlicensed activity. Many of your um, licensees are worried about how quickly they can obtain their license or renew their license. So although there are certainly issues that can be specific to each industry, it's actually been a lot, I would say, easier in some ways to learn this role because there are big issues affecting everybody that we can really focus on as opposed to having to focus on 31 different industries and doing different things for each. So that's been a nice learning point. So to that, a couple of things that we've been really focused on one is our modernization project of our website and our call center. Um, if you've been to the DBPR website, you know we have done the best we can with the resources to date, but there's certainly some additional features that we can add there in terms of getting to know what your status is in real time, having more control over that process and walking through it, being able for all industries to upload your license and pay your fees on time, that kind of thing. So we're looking to do that, as well as on the call center side, have things like a chat feature, a call that feature. Um, have agents that when they take your call can see that if you got transferred between agents, have the dialogue with your previous agent or agent so that they don't start over the conversation with you. That's so that's certainly a huge priority. I would say number two is that just like every other probably public and private sector employer right now, practically we are facing a labor shortage up to 50% in some of our divisions and our division directors have been working extremely hard. It's just all of the different factors that again have come after employers recently in terms of wages, Omicron, labor shortage. So really seeing how can we get creative in terms of filling those roles so that we can provide the best constituent services possible. So certainly more than that on the radar, but those were probably two of the biggest ones that we've really been focused on the last few weeks. It makes perfect sense and to your point, both of those deep 
deeply affect the CPA profession. So I'm excited mm -hmm. to um, hear that that's a focus area. Um, we, of course, at FICPA will continue to work closely with the agency to make sure that we promote and update communications on how you will report your CPE, for example. Yes. Um, you know, get registered with your license if need be, um, and update all your contact information with the modernizations that are happening with the technology platforms at the agency. Um, it's actually a really good shift into something I wanted to ask you about because as you can appreciate and as you just shared, I think probably um, the single biggest issue that I have heard the most about by far above all as I have been traveling the states meeting with our members, whether from large public accounting firms, small public accounting firms, our CPAs in business, industry, government, nonprofit, the one thing that unites us all is this issue on talent. How are we gonna help to um, attract more people to the profession, grow our pipeline, and retain the folks that we currently have and be able to move them up the career path? And that's something I think that we can work really closely with DBPR in the years ahead. How do we work together to promote um, the value of the license yep. to the students in, in middle school and in high school? There was some great research that was just released by a few of our partners um, a couple of months ago, and it really just underscores the need for us to get information to the younger population in middle school, not even high school now. Yeah. It's something that I'm uh, very passionate about. So any thoughts there about how we can join forces together to promote and kind of grow awareness for the license and the profession together in the education space? You know, sometimes I think it is just sharing ideas, meaning that some of the best ideas that I have heard is that putting budgets aside, we all have our own constraints maybe there about what we can pay our employees, but to have a collaboration and an open dialogue about how we can foster other tools in our toolkit to best retain and attract talent. So for instance, I know that I was talking to someone who worked for an agency who shared that having flex time was one one of the favorite things that he enjoyed about the agency and that he was able to work four tens mm -hmm. versus five eights and that having that three-day weekend maybe compensated for um, a lower salary than what he might have garnered for another employer mm -hmm. and so point being is that if I hadn't had that conversation I would have never known about that idea I've never worked for an employer that offered flex time mm -hmm. so sometimes I think that just offering the ability to have an exchange of information and share those ideas and keep communications open about how can we really either best collaborate together and or serve each other because as I like to joke, you know, we're not mind readers, right? So if the issue isn't put on our radar, we can't do anything about it. And so just making sure we have open dialogue is so important. It really is. And I, I always take this back and I've said this on other videos before, but I think about my own small children and the mm -hmm. fact that they're starting to make decisions about what they want to do when they grow up yeah. younger than, than I can even wrap my brain around. And I always think about um, how do we work together collaboratively with all of our partners for all of our government entities, all of our, our firms and our, our members across the state to really promote um, the excitement of, of this profession. And I keep thinking about my little boys and how they're already making up their minds about what they think they want to do 
when they get older and it, um, it gets me excited about the possibilities of what we can do together. Um, but it also just really underscores the need to do something, right? And to really craft the right messaging and, and what's gonna get them excited about coming into the profession. And some of the things that you just talked about, you know, some of the benefits of, of flex time or working from home or, um, you know, being able to uh, be a trusted business advisor to your clients, um, I think will resonate nicely with the younger generation. So I'm excited to dig in and, and do more there. What else is happening at the agency that you would want our members to know about as you're digging in these first few months? I know it's probably like drinking from a fire hose right now, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, no, so we um, have been also focused on communications, and so I'll share that as a plug for all of your licensees, is that we really wanna make sure that we're doing a good job of not only celebrating our licensees, if there are any milestones, anniversaries, um, you know, new employees that you're onboarding that we can help celebrate, certainly we wanna know about that and be able to do it. We. Um, have about 30,000 followers across our platforms. Wow. And so, yeah, so not that we're not necessarily influencers, you know, like some of the bigger people um, on TikTok or whatever it may be, but certainly we have a good following and really have been beefing up our communications. I've been excited about the engagement we've been getting there. Um, so letting us know about that. And then also in terms of communications, like I said, letting us know if there are ways that we can help or be a resource because sometimes something has gotten maybe, um, you know, clogged up or, you know, in the, in the line. And um, if you went ahead and got it to our office, especially to um, my office secretary level, we can usually help resolve issues quickly and efficiently. And that's one of the best things when I get an email that says, you know, I was able to get to work today because of the work that the DBPR did. And oh. that's just, that's the best, right? It like is. when you know that you truly affected yes. not only that person, but their family and the Floridians that they serve and impact. So absolutely. I love those. Well, I can only imagine we probably have many many members that have come across a major uh, milestone license anniversary or what have you uh, please uh, feel free team to uh, shoot me an email directly we'll get it over to the secretary's office so that you can be celebrated we love that platforms. or invite us just like you I mean yes. we're on the listening tour where I don't know if I'm gonna hit 15,000 miles who knows you can do it I can you do, do it. it yeah more and more <laughs> but um, yes I mean that's certainly something we love to do is, is provide the in-person support as well so Definitely. yeah let us know we'll Definitely. be looking for your emails I'm looking forward to it well one last just point on the education front, a lot of our members may or may not be aware that we work very closely with DBPR on, on two different important scholarship programs. Um, the first is the Clay Ford Scholarship, which allows folks from diverse audiences to access scholarship dollars to help them excel in their, their CPA uh, license attainment and then from there on in their careers. And then of course we have our scholarship foundation at FICPA that's giving out hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. Um, to students across the state that are um, future CPAs for the profession that are in their fourth and fifth year of, of college and university. And we look so forward to continuing to collaborate on that and really celebrating the achievements of, of these students, both with the Clay Ford Scholarship and with our own scholarship foundation as well. So looking forward to much uh, excitement there. And, and to your point earlier, um, it's really the best part of our day when we get to celebrate these young kids and, and what they have been able to achieve and be able to watch them grow. 
Absolutely. Years ahead. Yes, I think I got to meet some of your Leadership Academy graduates earlier yes, this year, which was amazing. awesome. So they yeah, looking amazing. forward to seeing, like you said, where their careers go. It's so exciting at the beginning. Yes, and I keep telling all of our Academy graduates that one day I'll be working for them, and I'm looking forward we to it. We will that. be. We will be. We <laughs> yeah. absolutely will. Well, Secretary, I can't thank you enough for taking a few minutes to join us today. We are so looking forward to continuing our partnership. I know that the next um, 10 days are going to be a whirlwind for you as we wrap up session here as it is for us as well. Um, but best of luck these next few weeks and looking forward to uh, many more great things ahead. For those of you that will be joining us or are interested in joining us at our mega conference in June, Secretary Griffin will be joining us and delivering a keynote. Um, hopefully by that point, uh, she'll be able to take a little bit of a breath after these first few months of the, the first whirlwind of being on board, but we will have her uh, join us in June. We welcome you to attend and look forward to seeing each of you there and to celebrating you even more so in person in June as Thank well. Thank you. Thank so. you for having me today and want to echo what you're saying. Looking forward to seeing you all this summer. Yes, absolutely. It'll be here before we know it. I know. Quite yeah. frankly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the heat and everything, but it'll be fun. Absolutely. Well, thanks again, team, and we'll see you on the next CEO Conversation video.